starting out with an announcement. I am proud to say that Prosperous Coach Podcast is one year old and it's going strong with over 18,000 downloads thanks to you. I am so grateful for the continuous stream of enthusiasm I hear from you and how generously you have shared my episodes with other coaches. Let's keep that up, you guys, because coaches need community support. We are in this together. I know sometimes it feels like we're competing with each other, but the truth is whatever generosity you show towards other coaches comes back to you many fold. I have experienced this so many times in my life. Very soon, I'm going to have a new series for you. I'll be digging into pricing, packaging, and all the money mindset issues that I know coaches have about asking for fees that pay you well. I had those issues. I see the same limiting beliefs in my new clients. The good news is that you can leap over those issues with just a bit of mindset shift and coaching. I've seen so many coaches go from stuck and feeling limited and charging such low prices that it's not good for anyone to suddenly understanding why it's so important on so many different levels to charge more than you think you're worth in order to realize your worth. And those changes really help clients transform too. More about that soon and all the money topics too. To celebrate the one-year anniversary of Prosperous Coach Podcast, I wanted to share listeners' choice with you the top episodes so far in 2019. I am not at all surprised that this episode I'm going to introduce to you in just a minute is the clear winner because it's so important for all coaches to hear this message. It's called, Why is Coaching a Hard Sell? And my guess is that even when you hear me say that, you know that it's true. There's good reasons for that. Listen closely. You're about to have your eyes opened. And it's in a good way that will actually help you succeed as a coach. Here we go. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hello and welcome back. I want to start off with a couple of quick announcements. This episode is the last one in my Start Smart series. If you haven't listened to the six earlier episodes yet, I want to encourage you to go back and do that to prepare for the next series I'm going to do. We're building a knowledge base here for coaches, and I would love it if you would share these with your colleagues. The next series up is called Smart and Profitable Coaching Niches, and I want you to listen for an opportunity to apply for on-air coaching, because next season I'm going to be doing that a fair amount. 
And if you're currently marketing to an unusual audience or have a unique niche that's really working for you, I want to interview you on a future episode. Get in touch with me as soon as you can through my contact page at prosperouscoachblog.com. I'd love to talk with you. Okay, let's get this show on the road. This episode might blow your mind, but I hope that it opens your mind instead. You've probably suspected the truth of this already. It's been nagging at you, but you haven't known what to do about it. Coaching is a hard sell. You don't want to have to sell it all, I know, but you definitely don't want to have to do a hard sell on people. But I hear you thinking, what the fork, Rhonda? I'm a coach and you're telling me it's not a good idea to sell coaching? What else am I supposed to do? Well, bear with me here because there is an important mindset shift wanting to happen. Yes, coaching is a super valuable skill. It absolutely does help people transform. And we, you and I, are completely sold on the idea of it. But most people are not. To help you understand the disconnect I'm trying to show you between what we know and what our prospects don't know, I'll share what I call my origin story. See if you can recognize your own origin story in any of this. I remember when the idea of coaching sparked in my mind and started burning like a wildfire. I was a marketing director of a small corporation. From the outside, it seemed like a perfect job. Great salary, good benefits. I had weekends off most of the time. My boss was the president and she was an engaging leader. I had authority and a lot of freedom. Still, each day I came home from work feeling soulless. I felt sick on Sundays. I dreaded the coming week. When I got home from conferences, I'd sit and cry in the airport parking lot for an hour before I could drive home. I was so spent. I decided that I had to break free, and deep down I knew that just getting another job wasn't going to do it for me. I summoned the courage to go to my boss, and I told her that I was going to be gone in six months, and that in the meantime, I wanted to shift from being an employee to a consultant. I told her I would train my replacement, and I'd work from home four days a week, And to my surprise, she agreed to every single thing I asked, even the fees that I was going to charge. It amazed me. I think she valued me, but knew somehow that I was a short-termer. I had more bandwidth then to consider what my next steps were. During Coffee with Friends, I asked what they thought my strengths were, and we brainstormed entrepreneurial possibilities. One friend said, you know what, Rhonda, you'd be a good coach. And this tingle zipped up my spine, and in just a few days, I was immersed into a year-long coach training program. My life flipped over in the most exciting way, and I became coaching's best advocate. I became obsessed. You can imagine how confused I was when... 
I talked to people about it, their eyes would glaze over and they'd slip away from the conversation as soon as they could. Later, I realized that in a not very subtle way, I was trying to convert them. I was trying to convince them that coaching was wonderful and that they wanted it. I see new coaches do this, not meaning to, just like I did. In reality, the only people who really wanted to hear about coaching were people who were thinking of becoming a coach themselves. Now, this was nearly two decades ago, and coaching is certainly more known now. But I'd argue that it is an even harder sell now because there is exponentially more marketing for services out there than there ever was. And because of that, people don't pay attention unless messaging hits a hotspot for them. You can test this out for yourself. Just pay attention to what you pay attention to when you are looking at social media or reading a blog or whatever you are doing online. See, I I wrote about topics like limiting beliefs and how to find confidence and lots of other coachy topics, which are out there in such high quantities that people don't even give them a second look. I gave talks on similar topics at chamber meetings and in libraries because I didn't have a specific niche or know who my target audience was and what they really wanted. I wasn't going where they were, of course. I was going just anywhere and talking to the general crowd. What happened? Crickets. Much later, When a few clients did enroll with me, they only stayed about three months, even though they said they loved working with me. And I realized that just the prospect of coaching itself wasn't enough to keep them hanging on to the process. Obviously, I was not earning well. And my problem was that I mistook what coaching really is. You know, in my defense, I will just say that When you go to coach training school, there really is just a total focus on the skills and the transformation you're going through. And even if they mention how to market, it's really a gloss over. Coaching is a skill set. It's not a solution. So I want to ask you, does any of this sound familiar? Think a little bit about your origin story and how you ended up being a coach. You see, most people are immediately confused by the idea of coaching. The term has been co-opted by all sorts of service people before. Media has made good fun of it, especially life coaching. But mostly it's associated in most people's minds with services that are too high priced. They're for the elite or they're for corporate executives who are going to get it paid for by their corporation. Coaching sounds expensive, but not in the same way as a pair of Jimmy Choo shoes or a two-week vacation without the kids. See, people can easily justify those types of indulgences, whereas hiring a coach doesn't quite hit the desire button. But people will also spend money on solutions to urgent problems. And that's the real opportunity for you to get creative with your business. Let's say you're a wellness coach. If you specialized in one particular target audience, let's say 
engaged couples. You could offer programs like these. 20 weeks to get fit for the wedding. They would buy that. Later on, because you'd built up a list of these people and they're moving on with their lives, you could offer them 100 days to build stamina for parenting. And later, 120 days to lose the baby weight. So you see how those topics hit the mark. They hit something urgent that's happening for your audience at a certain phase of their life. If you're a career coach, you could specialize in working with the target audience of women re-entering the workforce. You could have a topic like four months to land your new job and 90 days to onboard with confidence. Notice how each offer is geared to an urgent problem for a specific audience. And it doesn't mention coaching at all. So if you were that wellness coach or you were that career coach offering one of those things, you would still be coaching with your paying clients. It's just that what you would put out there in messaging wouldn't really mention coaching. It wouldn't be about coaching because your prospects don't care what's in your toolbox. They just want to know that you can help them solve a problem and reach a goal that they have. Now, once you have paying clients, you'll draw from your skills and tools to help them achieve their goals. They'll hire you because your messages and offers hit the mark. This approach really works when, number one, you narrow your audience to a unique group. Number two, the problem you're speaking about is urgent for them. And number three, the outcome is specific with both emotional and tangible benefits. That's also how you'll be able to get and keep the attention of your audience long enough in this distraction-heavy marketplace to build a relationship and inspire them to invest in your programs. Are you beginning to see how this could work for you much better than trying to sell coaching? Now, I I know that hearing this could be a bit of a shock for you, and it's possible you might be able to prove me wrong about that. I welcome that, by the way. If you found it easy to be financially successful selling a specific type of coaching that you learned to do to a generic audience, I want to hear your story, and so do my listeners. If, on the other hand, you've been stuck with a few happy but low-paying clients and you're struggling to get more, this new mindset I'm suggesting and approach could shift open all the doors and windows for you. It really did for me, and it does for most of my clients. With this kind of focus for your business, you know what to do day to day. You know how to find your audience. You know how to inspire them to open your blogs and click links. You are building trust and a fan base. You'll know how to help your clients re-up for the next step with you. And you'll build expertise quickly, which can be leveraged into books, online training, masterminds, whatever you want to do. Do you want some help making this shift? Grab a strategy session with me. It's perfect for choosing your audience and nailing down your coaching niche. Or if you've already done a good job at that, we could brainstorm irresistible offers. 
let's get your business on the right track so you can rely on it. Go to prosperouscoach.com slash seven. That's where you'll find the show notes for today. And if you scroll to the bottom of the page, you'll find information on having a strategy session with me. And I can't wait to talk to you. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.